You're listening to Woo Sox Insider, presented by your Worcester Red Sox. All right, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Woo Sox Insider Podcast. I'm TQ with Dylan McCaffrey, Dave Leonardi, and once again, we're here with Cat Merch Cat. Thanks for joining us again. There's a lot going on. Let's start with what was just announced a couple of days ago. The first ever minor league collaboration with a player, the Fitzy Merch Line. Tell us how that came to be, whose idea it was, and, and what went into that process, because there were a lot of hands involved. Yeah, Fitzy Friday, as we like to call it today. <laughs> um, so, uh, this has always been kind of like a brainchild of mine. Like I've always wanted to do a player line ever since I've seen you know, some of the MLB teams do it. And then Flares Weekend is always one of my favorite weekends in MLB. Um, I love that they get to pick their nicknames on their jerseys and things of that nature. So I wanted to somewhere, wherever I went, I wanted to do a player line. Um, and thankfully everyone here was like, yeah, do it. Like green lights, let's go. Let's, let's get this thing rolling. Um, we had to get permission from MLB first um, to make sure that it was okay to, to do this. And they're like, yeah, there's no issue. Do your thing. You're good. All you need to do is just send us the stuff before you put it into production. Um, so then from there, we kind of had to work out a contract and figure out an agreement to make sure that, you know, all parties were happy with it. Um, and then we talked to Mario. We're real, I'm really good friends with Mario. Um, the merch staff were down there in the basement with uh, the clubhouse guys. So uh, we all are like a little, um, a little uh, fun group. And the basement we dwellers. Talking, exactly. The basement yeah. dwellers. Yes. That's what we are. <laughs> <laughs> you, there's very few people in the basement dwellers group um, these days because everyone's upstairs, sadly. Uh, so uh, we texted Mario and we're like, hey, we have this idea. Do you have any like players that you think would be good for it? Um, and instantly he was like, Jaron Duran or Ryan Fitzgerald. Um, originally the line was supposed to have both of those um, guys in it, but Duran got called up like two days later. So we're like, all right, well, he's out. So we got, we got Fitzy. We're good. We sat down with him and he was like, I love this idea. Yes, let's do it. Um, so we gave him some ideas of like, you know, we want, we're thinking like your, your mullet, obviously, because the hair is the best. It's um, iconic. Yeah, it, exactly. Um, and then obviously the sunglasses, because those are his two like features that everyone knows. Like if you see the sunglasses or the hair, it's fitting. Yeah. Uh, so we're like, what do you think of that? He's like, I love that. That's awesome. Um, and then he kind of came up with his own font um, and like sent us a font. The two, the two fonts that he uses on his stuff are fonts that he picked out himself. Um, so we kind of just ran with that. We got a couple more ideas of like hockey inspired because he's a big hockey guy. So um, you'll see a hockey inspired tee along with um, his own like custom heart W. So if we do this in the future, every single player will have their own heart W. So the 50 heart W is um, American flag was came on the background because why not um, go USA, of course. Uh, so moving forward, we hope that if this you know line continues with other players, that every single player will have their own. Um, it'll kind of just go into the archives of uh, all of the variations of heart W's that we have. We, we do have a couple, quite a few. We, we've, we have no shortage of hard W smiley logos. I'm sitting in front of four different ones right now. It's, 
it's 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 never enough at Polar Park. We got to keep giving you more. I love this idea. I think it's so cool having a player line for like Fitzy is the perfect example of a guy to do this with because he's gonna get up eventually to Boston if sooner rather than later. Like I, I think that he's had a great season here. He dealt with injuries, but like I think that we might have him for the rest of the year. You might see him in Boston. But it's going to be so cool when he's at Fenway and everyone's wearing the Fitzy merch that, like, you can't even get there yet. Like, I, I assume once he gets up there, they're going to steal all of these, all these from, from me, Kat. Uh, what an incredible, awesome idea. And Fitzy is the perfect guy to do it with. He's such a, I mean, one of the most fun, loving, hyper, outgoing guys in the clubhouse. Yeah, he's been absolutely incredible to work with. Like, super nice, patient, like, for the whole process. Um Honestly, couldn't ask for a better person to to have collab with this line. So, thank you, Fitzy. And, you and it was really for... nice, yeah, that we were able to script yeah. the yeah. the way that this re- reveal came out. You can tell it, TQ. That's exactly what I was gonna say. You couldn't ask for a better setup to releasing this Ryan Fitzgerald line the day before the announcement. Walk off single. I swear, Charles fixes every single Woo Sox game. You have. Duran went deep twice in the very first opening day. This year on opening day, Casas goes deep. We unveil Roberto the Rocket, a new mascot. Roberto Ramos hits a walk-off home run that day. And then we're about to release a player line with Ryan Fitzgerald, and he hits a walk-off single. Too many coincidences. The day before that was the four-year anniversary of the Woosox promising to come to Worcester. That same day, we walk it off with, with just a perfect afternoon. It's, it's the way it goes at Polar Park. It's storybook. How can you not be romantic about baseball? <laughs> That's right. How can That's you not right. be romantic about the mullet, which is making a comeback? So we had Courtney Cowsill on the pod a couple weeks ago. And Kat, you and Courtney seem like two peas in a pod. You've both come up with an idea and you just take it and run with it. What has it been like to collaborate with her or come up with an idea and kind of let her artistry run? and then work with the players to make it something that all three of you just love. Yeah, Courtney is a rock star. Like I, I have never met an individual like Courtney. She has just an artistic eye and it's so incredible. Um, but seriously, I give her so many crazy ideas and she's like, I love it. Like, this is fantastic, let's do this. Um, so really it's just kind of us giving her the idea. And then from there, she just like does her thing. Um, and I don't, I don't ever have to worry about it. Like I just say, Hey, Courtney, can you make a uh, Franken smiley today? And she's like, yeah, no problem. Let me throw that Franken out. Smiley. <laughs> Franken smiley. More smileys. <laughs> I want, exactly. I want to have like, like a, like a, a bitmoji world where it's all just different smiley balls. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make, gonna be... we'll make the smiley movie one day. There's going to be a, a Courtney Cowsill coffee table book at some point. That's just all of the different variations of Woo Sox logos she's made. And at one point, I mean, like, probably in the off season, you could fill a coffee table book with the different variations of Smiley, Woofster, Roberto, the Heart W, everything that she's she's either come up with or created or collaborated with over the last two seasons. It's wild, but... Frank and Smiley, I'm very excited about. Halloween coming up. There's always a lot of fun merch. I remember last year, I think it was like the X-Ray Smiley, where it kind of detailed yeah. what what exactly his skeleton looks like, which I think if you've seen Smiley walking around Polar Park, you've definitely wondered 
how that being stands up, I guess. <laughs> but other yes. than Frank and Smiley Cat, what can what can Woo Sox fans expect with Halloween around the corner? Yeah, so we're uh, in the design process right now for that. Um, so we have Frank and Smiley, of course. Um, we did have the skeleton Smiley with, um, I think it was Glow in the Dark Ink even. Um, we added that small little touch, which is pretty cool. Um, spooky. Yeah, got to have all the spooky guys. <laughs> um, we really wanted to do a Stranger Things, like font Worcester Red Sox. But yeah. we're like, that's going to get, no, they're not going to approve that, unfortunately. Right, we'll that's going to be hard right. to clear. Yeah. Um, so we have like some monster and like, uh, I think there's the zombie hand with the Woo Sox flag coming out of it. Um, there's of course a pumpkin that looks like a baseball because you have to, uh, and I'm trying to think what else there is, but it, yeah, it's, it's, we literally just say, Hey, Courtney, we want some Halloween designs. And she's like, yeah, no problem. Got it. And just starts sending us multiple designs a day. And it's fantastic for every single time. We're like, this is amazing. How can you top this? And then she does it again every single time every single time yeah it wasn't enough to have courtney on the podcast we also had to just spend an entire podcast dedicated to praising her and and thanking her for everything <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> I, I am courtney's biggest fan by far <laughs> and she, she yours yeah. the dynamic duo of courtney and cat has brought you so much merchandise over the years every piece, i want to the context for everyone like we did last time every piece of merchandise that a woosox fans own comes through cat the shirts we're wearing today the hats we're wearing it all comes through Cat. Cat has built it from the ground up, the store, the everything. Two seasons in Worcester after a couple seasons in Pawtucket. Cat, we're recording this. It's 1.17 p.m. on Friday right now. Spoiler, guys, we recorded this one early. We couldn't get you live on Monday this time. Cat, when this comes out, Monday morning, where are you going to be? Um, yeah, so I will be driving in a car to Missouri. <laughs> um, I... Uh, I'm sad to be leaving the loose socks, but I uh, recently accepted a position to be the uh, retail buyer for both Arrowhead and Kauffman Stadium. So I will be doing all of the buying for both the Chiefs and the Royals. The Chiefs and the Royals. Championship teams this last decade. You're going to have to make some parade merch pretty soon, probably, to, to, <laughs> despite these Patriots fans on this broadcast. Fingers uh, crossed. Podcast. <laughs> Uh, but that's incredible, Kat. We're all extremely happy for you, extremely well-deserved. And I mean, if you ever walk through our team store, you know what we're talking about. The amount of merch we have, the variety, there's something for everyone in there. And the people of Kansas City, the great people in Missouri are lucky to be getting you back. We're going to miss you very much. But uh, to make like, or maybe like a really uncouth comparison, it's like the artist that unfortunately passes away after he's already recorded an album. <laughs> and then the album comes out and then everyone gets to enjoy it. Kat's got a year worth of stuff for us in the books. We're going to be getting Kat's <laughs> merchandise long after she's, she's working for the Chiefs and the Royals. Uh, so what, 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 what is going to have your name on it? When, when are we going to run out of Cat merch? Eventually, it's got to happen. Never. Yeah. Uh, so 47 brand. Everything has been done. That actually had to be done in like July or June of this year, which is crazy. For the next season. So, yeah, for next season. For next season. It was due in July. So people always, I feel like people always ask, like, what are you doing the off season? It's like, well, we're already thinking about next season when we haven't completed the first season. So, um, yeah, so 47 Brand will have a bunch of stuff come out. Um, and there's actually, all of you on this podcast will enjoy this one. 
Uh, I, I'll give you the image so you can put it up, but we're getting in a jersey hoodie. So it's going to be our Worcester Grays. Yeah, Ooh, Worcester Grays. Worcester Grays. So it's going to look like a jersey, but it's going to have a hood. It, it's probably one of my favorite pieces that um, 47 is going to have us do for this episode. My credit card bill is going to hate me. That's going to be great. <laughs> yes. No, yeah. the bill collector will love you. Your credit oh, score, yeah. if, if you don't pay on time, that's going to take a hit. Oh, I pay on time. My father <laughs> makes sure of it. The Worcester Grays are awesome. It reminds me of like the Red Sox, like gray away jerseys, the Boston ones from like the 2000s. They're my favorite jerseys. I've literally never worn them here, but they're easily my favorite jerseys. The Bat Boys wear them all the time. Uh, that's going to be amazing. Yeah. And I'll be honest, it's very hard to match gray pants to gray jerseys these days. I don't know why. Like, if you look at Rochester, the team that's here right now, horrible. Absolutely horrible. No, <laughs> me with the dunk. Put him in a body bag. I mean, cat with the dunk. Cat with the dunk. On your oh. way out. Um, it took us literally a year to find a jersey that matched our pants because we just, like, it. the grays are impossible. Like, it, if you hit it in the sunlight a certain way, it's all kinds of crazy. Um, but I'm glad that we finally found Grace that match. Yes. Yeah, I can't tell you how appreciated that is because, I mean, we work in production, we work in cameras, and we work in making things match. And uh, it's out of our control, so we can't do anything about it. But we, we noticed. We all, yeah. we all noticed. There's, so thank I, you for making the Grace match. There's so many, like, descriptors to this for blues, different shades of blue. You have, like, navy. You have royal. You have sky blue you have powder blue you have all of it and i feel like gray is just you have gray or charcoal and it's a million different shades and people just call it gray or charcoal and they never match so very well done my favorite is when people will have gray spelled two different ways like there's an ea or an ay or sorry ey or ay it's like what like what's the difference between the two maybe it's the shade and we just never knew is it not just like the dialect, like England versus America? Like the spelling determines the shade of the color? I have no idea. There's I always a, thought I have a catalog it was. And it has like three different, like slate gray is AY, but then like uh, heather gray is EY. So like, I don't know. I always yeah. thought one was like the descriptor and one was the noun. And maybe that was the distinction between. What's the noun? Like if like the Worcester gray, like if the, I don't know. Something like there was a team Uh-oh. called the Grays in the like MLB back in the like day. Gray's like Gray's Anatomy. How do you spell Gray's Anatomy? EY, right? Yeah, yeah. but that's there a descriptor because it's possessed. Not that I would know. <laughs> <laughs> but the actual color itself, like I have no idea why we have to do two different spellings of it. It's silly. Very silly. Oh, I can't wait to see the Halloween merch. I hope it's as exciting as the, the Christmas merch we had last year. I had so much fun throwing on the Santa suit. Uh, I mean, I am Santa. I mean, I know Santa. Uh, but you borrowed his suit. We, uh, I hope that uh, hopefully, like this gets enough momentum that we get like a Frank and Smiley mascot costume. We get like a we, we we get him come back to life. Oh my gosh, what it could be? Yeah, you never know. Like hot, like hot dog, the foam hot dog hats that we got in. I never would have guessed in a million years that those things would have took off like they did <laughs> and then whose I idea was that um so it was i took it from toledo um i was watching one of the games <laughs> early in like april and 
um, if we were playing at Toledo and I saw kids today and I was like, what are those hot dog hats? <laughs> I'm like really good friends with their March trucker and instantly texted, I was like, what are those hot dog hats and where did you get them? He goes, oh, here you go. Like, they're great. Like we sell a bunch of them. We sell, sell them over our phone. And I was like, hmm, okay. Took, I think like five months to get in, which is wild in itself. But yeah. we finally got them in and sure enough, they're flying they're off the shelves. Flying off the shelves. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So now we're gonna also going to get a hot dog mascot, a little stuffed one next year. Ooh, speaking That's of awesome. what? <laughs> what? Not an actual mascot, but we're going to get a little plug. Cat's just letting all of the secrets out before she goes on Monday. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so speaking of, you know, plans for next year, as far as merchandise goes, what can we expect for like the wicked worms of Worcester for the what if nights we're having next season? Yes. Yeah, you, you, uh, you got to fly back for wicked worms and Ruby legs. You're going to be flying back all the time. It's going to be, it's going to be you and jet blue making friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Wicked Worms, uh, of Worcester and the Ruby Legs are two what up nights. Um, for those not familiar, I don't know if we've gotten on this before, but, um, it's those names where you submit five names to all your fans and they get to pick between the one that they like. The other two Wicked Worms and Ruby Legs were two that didn't make the cut, but we're bringing them back for one night, um, next season. We haven't yet released the jerseys or the on-field caps. I do know what they look like, but I'm not going to give any spoils here because I might get in trouble with my league baseball if I do that. Um, I will say that Coop, Coop wants to say he loves the Fitzy merch. I do. I do. I love it so much. It's the best <laughs> yeah. thing in the universe. Go Fitzy. <laughs> I can't hear anything, but I do mean it. <laughs> Thank okay, you. Bye. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Uh, pretty cool and on all and see it's it's nice to have colors that aren't necessarily what we sell in the store every day it gets a good mix into our store uh, to like kind of you know single out like oh that's what is that green shirt over there or what is that you know black shirt over there like why do they have that um so that's i feel like when you think of those what if nights you'll see a lot of the minor league baseball teams will have different colors than their typical teams just so that they have that extra like palette to work with in their team store um this is, yeah. a, this is a great example of how the merchandise speaks for itself. Like we haven't even played in these jerseys yet and people walk into the team store, they might not even know what they are, but they're buying Wicked Worm shirts. I've seen everyone in the park like walking around with these Wicked Worm shirts. Like the merchandise speaks for itself. You don't have to know the context, but you know a good shirt when you see it. <laughs> yes. And shout out to Courtney. She made those logos. We love her for that. Um, and yeah, so the jerseys will come out next year along with the on-field hats. Um, and for the Ruby Legs, we really wanted to do a play on kind of that, you know, history of the Worcester Worcesters back in the day. Um, so the hat, I can't, I can't give you the spoiler. It's a throwback hat. So there's that. Think of what, what, think of what that means in your head. Um, I'm thinking so, of like the really pillowy, like marshmallow looking hats like the field the, of dreams. The like, yeah, like, yeah, like the what the Reds wore at the field of dreams is what I'm thinking. We'll leave it at you that. Could be right. You could be wrong. I don't know. Also, if anyone from minor league baseball is listening, Cat has not told me what they look like. So if it ends up being exactly that, don't get her in trouble <laughs> because that was actually just speculation on my part. Good uh, speculation. It could. You never know. 
um, but yeah, that's the inspiration is to like have that history come come back to life, um, especially with our Mr. Worcester bobblehead out there um, to pay some homage to the the old times. I think that uh, I know I've seen some pictures of the old Ruby Legs historic photos. I think that if the players don't grow handlebar mustaches, we're gonna have to have like something in the hat brim that like goes down and, and gives them a mustache because that just completes the look. It's it's very necessary. At the least, we have to make Mario shave into the mustache for wearing the Ruby Leg uniform. That'd be the merch shoot. The yes, Yankees but- have their no beard rule. We have our handlebar mustache rule. Only, only you can only wear that during that game. If you can't grow one, you're sitting down. You're not playing. Yep. You're not you're seeing out. the field. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. <laughs> grow up. You better go get some, like, I don't know, mascara or something. To put yeah, on. we'll have we'll have fake ones. Just tape them on. We'll be good Just to go. eyelash extensions taped to the <laughs> upper lip, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that'll, that'll do the trick. Why not? So, Kat, the last thing we'll ask you to promote in the future after you're gone, there's always so much holiday merch that comes out. Ugly sweaters, ugly sweater t-shirts, which is great. So you don't have to commit to the sweater. Maybe you're going to your company's holiday party. You commit to the sweater, you're warm walking in, and then you get inside and you're just sweating through it. We have the t-shirt. It does the trick just fine. So what can fans expect this holiday season? Yeah, so we actually uh, did a small release of our a couple of our new shirts during um, the Christmas in July this year. That's um, right. So we'll have those ones along with uh, a couple more variations. Um, last year, everyone loved the Worcester um, uh, ugly sweater one. So we'll definitely do a variation of that again. Um, we'll have long sleeve, short sleeve um, sweatshirts, and then just like the regular crew necks, just so everyone has that variety to, to choose from. As TQ very well mentioned that sometimes long sleeves or crews aren't always great. Um, so yeah, we'll definitely have more of those. And then, uh, Courtney, again, I keep bringing up Courtney because, you know, we're a duo. She's the best. Uh, she designed a t-shirt for us that said home for the holidays and has like home plate on it and Wolfster as a reindeer, which I'm pretty sure was TQ's idea. Yeah, so, it was. Cause he has a red nose. So, uh, we'll have which that. not a copyright infringement at all. No, <laughs> no, it's a dog. Not a, it's, it's a nose he was born with. There's also yeah. going to be a. It is the nose he was born with. There's also going to be a song that comes out. Wolfster the red nose reindeer. That's it goes like that. Also not an infringement on any copyrights. Uh, Wolfster the red nose wonder dog. There it is. Yeah. Cat. Jeez. Yeah. Cat. I almost said Courtney. I said cat, and I, then I corrected myself. You, but I said you did that cat. earlier. <laughs> Well, the more the merrier, Kat. <laughs> I, I, I need to know, I need to know, Pawtucket and Worcester combined, do you have a top moment working for this team? Is there a top three you, if you can't narrow it down to one? But like, you, you've worked here for so long. You deserve a send off to these fans watching this show right now. Um, I definitely think the Fitzy line is definitely a top memory and probably all of my minor league baseball career, to be honest. Um, it's one of those things where being the first team to ever do it we get to be kind of the the leaders in this and um now teams will just get to you know take off of our great ideas um and then <laughs> probably just, 
Just like the hot dog hats. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I took Craig's idea. No big deal. Thanks, Craig. It's a copycat league. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, that's the thing is like, I feel like we, as like minor league baseball, I'm sure it's the same way everywhere, but we are such a close knit group that we all bounce our ideas off of each other. So like, I'm in a group chat with, I think, what is it? Toledo, Durham, Columbus, ND, Syracuse. So it's, it's a lot of the top teams in merchandise in general. Um, right. So we all get to bounce off those ideas. And like, anytime one of us does something great, we're all like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's, I feel like that's the cool thing about Marley baseball is that, you know, you get those close friendships and different teams and you get to see them once a year at the winter meetings usually. Uh, but yeah, so I feel like that is the Pitsy Lunch for sure is one. Um, and then two, I think opening day here was, I mean, pretty dang cool. Um, and then I didn't actually get a season in Pawtucket. So my only memory is Dining on a Diamond um, and getting to, to be a restaurant for a year. Uh, so right. that was cool. And oh, I think opening day part one or two or both. Um, probably one. Yeah, when we had all the officials here, people were seeing the ballpark for the first time. That, like, yeah, that was pretty cool. We opened the store, I think, like three days before that, so it was just like a whirlwind of all the things. Um, I think that was that was cool. Yeah, and it was a double homestand to start off. So, Kat, you had a wild like month straight of setting up to open the team store, the grand opening, opening day yeah. three days later, while everyone was coming in over the weekend to stock up so they were ready for opening day. And then 12 games in 13 days after that. Yeah, I want to talk to whoever in Miley Baseball thought 12 game home stands was a good idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I got some words, some choice words. <laughs> On your way out in your exit interview with with the league and set up a meeting with whoever came up with 12 12 game home stands because that's terrible um i think you're gonna i think you're gonna enjoy the nfl you're gonna have about less than 12 home games all year you're not wrong you're not Um, well probably probably more than 12 when the chiefs go to the super bowl but whatever yep something Um, the dolphins will never see but that's okay go on whoa who's inadvertent shot at dylan's dolphins come on now just like two of his passes are inadvertent anyway stop (laughs) tyree kill am i right cat no 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 you can have gladly take it it's all yours (laughs) so Um, it was crazy last last question i have for you because Obviously, Dylan said earlier, you were with Pawtucket for one year. That never happened. And then you were here to build this brand and all this merchandise. And as someone from here, and I know you live in the area, when you're driving around, when you're not at the ballpark, I know you see it too. I see people wearing the heart W, the smiley face, the classic W everywhere everywhere they have the bumper stickers they have the shirts they have the hats they have the sweatshirts in the winter what does it mean to you and also talking to these fans as they come into the team store what does it mean to you to see how much Worcester the surrounding towns in New England in general has taken pride in your work yeah 
it's honestly, it's one of those like pinch me moments every time I see something that I've designed um, out. And it's, it's even crazier when I see it at Fenway. Cause I'm like, oh, like you're not going to see that stuff in Fenway. They're, they're Boston fans. And then, nope, sure enough, every time I've went, I've seen at least 10 people with a smiley hat, a jersey or something on. Um, and it, it never gets old. It definitely doesn't. Um, I guess you like, literally, was- you can't go to Fenway without seeing Usak stuff. Like, I don't think that was as true in Pawtucket. Like, that was that was you. Yeah. I see people wearing Usak stuff at Endicott, where I go to school. I'll be walking around campus going to class, and I'll be like, that, that person over there is wearing a smiley hoodie over there. And I- <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that just, like, captures the the thing that we've all been wanting to do when we, you know, brought the ballpark here is that the community is so important. Um, and we, when we support them, they support us. Um, so I feel like that's the biggest thing is that, you know, we're all just one big community and, and we're all supporting each other. Um, so all you listeners, well when you're, when you're walking around wearing your Woo socks merch, act like you're on the red carpet. If someone asks where you got that, you're wearing the Cat Burns collection from the Woo Sox team store on Madison street. Yep. Who are you wearing? Cat Burns. <laughs> I'm going to do it all the time. Oh, cat. Any, any, any send off, any well wishes for, for our fans. Uh, any last, last words, not last words. You'll be back. <laughs> uh, yeah. I will say that this probably isn't goodbye. This is just a see you later kind of thing, you know? Um, but no, seriously, thank you to everyone. Um, it, this is by far a first class organization, top to bottom. Um, everyone here is so great to work with. Um, and it was honestly a super tough decision to leave because everyone is so awesome and so great at their jobs. Um, I've never been a part of a minor league baseball team like this. And I'm just grateful for, you know, all of my colleagues, mentors, friends, family, the whole nine yards. Um, it's been, it's been great. And I, I do, I will say, out of the, the states that aren't home, New England and Worcester is probably my favorite for sure. That means list a lot. Kat, list your, places, your first free drink to rub it in on me. <laughs> list the places to rub it in, Kat. What, what places so is I, Worcester a lot better than? Yeah, I've lived in Indianapolis, Indiana. Um, I've lived in Overland Park, Kansas. Not home, but close. Um, I've lived in Amarillo, Texas, uh, and then North Smithfield, Rhode Island. Worcester's the best. Worcester so is at least throwing cheap shots at Rhode Island. Whoa! whoa. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, I said New England in general, but I like I like living in Worcester better, just because I feel like it's closer to the ballpark. It's easier. It, it, that's why I moved back, you know. But, Cat, thank you so much not just for jumping on the podcast today on a game day, just for everything, for being you, for being creative and fun and just a joy to work with all this time. I'm glad that all of us got to cross paths so much when you and Courtney come up with these ideas and Brooke Cooper and we get to design how we're going to release it with a photo, video, press release, all that stuff. It's been so much fun and good luck going back home with the Chiefs and Royals. Thank you. Thank you. Best of luck to you, Kat. I'll never forget seeing you walk out in the Cinderella dress on, on Prince and Princess's Day. 
this person is willing to do anything for her team and the Chiefs and Royals are very lucky to have you. Other duties as assigned. <laughs> Dave, do you want to say anything nice? <laughs> thank you, Kat. We didn't, I know we didn't get much chance to really like work together, but thank you for the extra work polos that I needed when I was on RF and I was wearing my Bob's Burger shirt. <laughs> that really came in clutch. So thank you for that. You're welcome. You're welcome. Whenever you put that bucket hat on, you think of Kat. That's right. That's right. All three of them. Actually, and that's definitely a Ryan Nesbitt thing. And I have to admit it because I didn't, I really didn't want to get bucket hats in this year. He convinced us, so I let it happen. And I was supposed to wear a pickle costume, but I think I got out of that, so that's good. Interesting. Maybe Dave, in the future. Dave walks in with a new bucket hat on, and he'll just walk in and go, new bucket just dropped. <laughs> <laughs> like the day it comes out. <laughs> yeah, anyway. That's true. I, I feel like there is like a, like a scarce of like, if you see one person with a bucket hat on, and then 10 seconds later, everyone's down in the store. Like, where's the new bucket at? Where's, where's it at? Yeah. Same with polos here. You see the same people every day. You need a new polo every time a new one comes out. Yeah. All right. Kat, thanks again. That's all the time we have. Go to Kat's team store. Just like they made it the Jerry Remy TV broadcast booth at Fenway, the Joe Castiglione radio booth. I might just buy a plaque put it up next to the team store sign. Nobody tell Janet Marie Smith, who does such a great job paying attention to every detail at Polar Park, which is why it's so beautiful. But I might just sneak that on there when you go. I'll send you a picture. But go to the team store, buy your tickets. We'll see you at the park. And everyone on social media, thank Kat Burns for doing such a stand-up job making the city pretty in Woosocks here. Thank you.